You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Metal and High Heels podcast number 49. I am Kiki saying hello to you from Ecuador. And I am, as always, here with my co-hosts. Pia from Germany. <laughs> yeah, and Steffi also from Germany. <laughs> Hello again. Yes. And as I hear, uh, spring has finally come to Germany. Um, oh, yes. Right? It's very warm today outside. I was the whole day outside and uh, yeah, in the sun it was almost felt like summer. <laughs> that was it was good. Also a little bit too hot. Well, no, no, it it was good, just very good weather. But mornings are still cold. <laughs> nice. As long as it's sunny, that would be perfect. So today we have a very special episode. We have another band special and we are back to the Netherlands for this band after we went to after we had a canadian band on our last um band special last time we had the band special we talked about the birthday massacre if you haven't listened to that episode yet go uh, back on our catalog and search for it it was very cool to talk about that band and today we are going to talk about delane yay so what what do you know about the band? Maybe a little introduction? Yeah, as always, I would say uh, we tell the stories of how we got to know this band. I got to know the band very early, um, already with their first album, Lucidity. Um, I think it was because uh, they have a song with Liv Christine and Marco Hietala on it. Um, a Day for yeah. Ghosts is the name of the song. And that's how I found out about the band and listened to more of their songs. Okay, so because of the guest singers. Yeah. Okay. And what did you think about it while you're first listening? Um, I would go into... Um, a lot into detail of the Lucidity album if I tell this story now. So maybe okay. you continue with um, telling how you got to know Delane and then we're going to start with the Lucidity album. Yeah, all right. So later we can talk about it. Um, I, I'm not sure how I get to know Delane. I think it was also very early, also because of Lucidity. Um, I think that... Maybe first um, music video. I just remember um, Charlotte Vessels in um, wedding dress, and there's um, yeah, like a destroyed wedding. She's they're walking around. See me in shadows. Exactly. That's yeah. The see me in shadows song. Yeah. Exactly. Is that the first album? I think so. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I think that was the first song, but. I don't know. It took a while until I used to like them. Uh, at first, I was I didn't like uh, Charlotte's vocal style. It was very hmm, 
I don't know. She has not a very clear spelling style, I would say. She pronounces some words while singing strange somehow, someone. <laughs> wow, that's a very specific <laughs> critique. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cool. But, oh, I remember April Rain because there are some parts of the song, maybe the refrain, where she speaks so... <laughs> so strange well, she just pronounced English words in a very strange way and so I was just like oh, I can't listen to that because it's, it sounds weird in my ears but yeah very specific that's right <laughs> and later I I used to used to love them <laughs> so but that was yeah. my first first um, exactly mm -hmm. that's funny Well, I got to know Delaine because when I just moved to Germany in 2007, I went to, uh, well, a few months later, I went to uh, William Temptation concert and they were touring together with Delaine. Delaine was the opening band, I think. Yeah, then there was another band in the middle, which I can't remember, and then uh, William Temptation played. And... Uh, Delane was, they just had the um, Lucidity, their first album, out. And it was a fairly new band. So it was uh, interesting to see Charlotte. Back then she was super shy. I remember she was yep. dressed all in white. She had white jeans and a white corset on. And she was really like super, super shy. And um, that was sweet to see. <laughs> So I listened to the band after the concert and um, I, I liked the music back then a lot. It was very, very symphonic. And I mean, of course, being a kind of a spin-off from Within Temptation, uh, they had kind of a similar style. So that was interesting as well. I, th I saw them, I think, in 2007 at the Meraluna Festival. And I had the same impression that um, Charlotte was really, really shy and she was happy about every guest singer or guest musician that entered the stage and um, took the the attention away from her. Um, so it's really, really interesting to see how she developed um, as a band leader or as, as a front woman throughout the years. Yes. We also had a lot of interviews with her and um, every interview is really different because she developed. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been very cool to see that development and also a funny realization that we, all three of us, got to know the band very early on with their debut album. And so let's talk about Lucidity. That's Pia's part. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's Pia's part. <laughs> Yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, my impression of Lucidity was that they started as a kind of band project or as a studio project, not as a real band. Because I think in the beginning there were only, uh, I can't pronounce his name correctly, I think he's called Martin Westerholt. Yes. Um, and Charlotte Wessels. And they had a lot of session musicians and guest musicians. 
Um, but that's also what makes the album really special because there are so many big names. Um, for example, Marco Hirtaler plays bass in all of the songs and he also has um, lead or co-vocals on many of the songs. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have Sharon Den Adel from Within Temptation and we also have Liv Christine from... Um, I don't know if back then she was in Theater of Tragedy or if she already was in Leaf's Eyes. I think that she already was in Leaf's Eyes. I think so too, yeah. Um, yeah, and they also had some famous um, musicians like Jan Irlund. He also played in the band Prestige and was also guitar player in Lacrimosa for a couple of time. And But he's famous because he's... Um, He's a graphic designer and he's responsible for many album covers. He also created um, some of the stage settings for the Eurovision Song Contest when it was in Helsinki. So very, very famous people who took part um, on this album. Um, yeah. And so I... Um, I wondered a bit when I saw, oh, they will play at the Maraluna Festival um, because I thought um, I knew um, studio bands before and I thought it would be a studio-only band. And then they took this all on stage um, and I first I thought, okay, it will be difficult for Charlotte to do all these vocals, but um, she did a very good job also with, for example, the the parts that Liv Christine sang, because she has a very unique vocal style, but Charlotte managed to also bring this on stage. Um, and it's always cool if they are somewhere where these uh, where other people can join them on stage, for example, Liv Christine or Marco Hietala. So that's also what my first impression of the band was. I thought it would be a studio-only band. Oh wow! It's also the um, how they presented, right? That's just in my mind that they said it is a project and not a real band. Yeah, I think so, and it would make sense. But on the other hand, um, Charlotte did a lot of that um, songwriting, but she wrote a lot of the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe they just said, okay, let's see where it leads us. Let's not say we want to start a new band because I think Martin just left with a temptation before he started Delane. Exactly. Um, I think he left because of an illness or something. So yes. maybe they just wanted to give it a, a slow start. Yeah. And that makes sense because April Rain came out three years after and it took another three years when We Are The Others came out. That does not sound that much nowadays, but back then, bands used to release an album every two years. Yeah, this is every three one years, year, so. more or less. <laughs> okay. Yeah, today you can say that, but back then it was, um, it was important to get the albums out and to go on tour and so on. Yeah. yeah well, right. if you want to be successful. Now than ever, but... Yeah, there is tr truth to that as well. Yes, and do you have a favorite song on the album, Pia? 
Um, I think it's still a day for ghosts because two of my favorite singers are singing on that song. So that is very special for me. Um, but I also like Silhouette of a Dancer. And Daylight Lucidity is also an interesting song. So that would be my top three, I think. Cool. Steffi, what, what do you yours? think about the album? <laughs> okay, so I do first. Um, I have it as a very dreamy album in mind. I didn't hear it for a very long time, so I cannot say what I think nowadays about it, to be honest. But I remember like The Gathering as a very good song with Marco. Who yeah, that's a cool one. Yes, it's very, very catchy. It has a very good refrain. and Yeah, uh, yeah and uh, that's it almost. The other ones, I just look at the, um, at the track list. And um, yeah, remember Simeon Shadows, yeah, a ballad. Very What is interesting about Simeon Shadows is that um, there are actually guest vocals by Leif Christine in that song. And... If you don't know that, you don't actually hear that. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I wasn't. Well, really? <laughs> I okay. didn't even know. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> and we yeah, call so us kind of duet. Fans. And I also saw them together on stage singing the song. That's really cool. But it's also confusing that you only see Charlotte in the video. Yes, maybe that's also yeah. the point. Of course watching the video then you think that's uh that might be the original song and on the album there's another version it's a little bit yeah confusing that's a fun fact so steffi favorite song on the album uh yeah the gathering <laughs> cool yes yeah um My favorite songs on the album are Frozen and Sleepwalker's Dream. The Gathering is also would would be my top three as well. But also, did you watch the video that, uh, for Frozen? Probably, I don't remember though. <laughs> um, I think I like the Gathering as well, uh, or that song is a little bit more special because of the live value with everybody singing along and jumping around and stuff like that yeah yeah exactly i yeah. think it's also on the um ah, what is it the latest album hunter's moon there are some live versions some live songs or yeah more live songs but new songs <laughs> it was a little <laughs> bit sad I think they yeah. also recorded um, The Gathering there with Marco. It's a killer live. I think they play it at every show still. Of course. Maybe, It's yes. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, and that But takes us to me. I just want to check it out. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's right. It's also The Gathering seems to be a, yeah all-time hit. Yeah. Also on the last release. 
Yes, and that okay. takes us to um, April Rain that was released in 2009, 10 years ago. Wow. Yeah, that's true. 20th of March. Um, compared to Lucidity, April Rain is very poppy. Yeah. Hmm. And they have Charlotte on the cover. There are also um, the other band members, but you don't really see them. You can only recognize Charlotte. And that was when I thought, oh, they they mean it. They want to be a real band. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a sign for you of a real band? Yeah, if they would continue as a studio project, they also might have kicked her out and take another one who sings the songs on a regular basis. So mm -hmm. um, that also means they that she is the front singer. And if you have a front singer or a, a main singer of a band, then it's a band. So yeah, that's <laughs> an indicator for me. Yeah, I understand. Yes. And I guess that I was also the the result of having so much success with Lucidity and uh, and on tour as well. Because because of what? <laughs> what's, this, what what's the reason for you? Um, that's the other way around. So they released Lucidity, <laughs> they had a lot of success, they went on tours, they uh, were liked on tour, uh, so to speak, or they were received well. And so uh, I guess then they decided to be a real band and uh, keep releasing albums and uh, playing live. So that's how, um, yeah, that's how April Rain came out three years after their debut. And April Rain also doesn't have as many um, guest singers or guest musicians. Mm. Yeah, right. yeah, that's true. Yeah, they were just, I guess, finding finding themselves as a band. Yeah. I would. Did they have guest musicians for the for the instruments? Um uh, yes, Maria mm -hmm. Ann on cello. For yeah, okay. on the other side and virtue and vice. But they didn't have like session musicians like on the first album who were just there to to record the songs and they would never go uh, on tour with the band. Oh yeah, apparently two. Two guitarists. But not as many as on the so record before, yeah. And uh, Marco Yetala yeah. only only sings on two songs. <laughs> but yeah, but he has again. a strong connection to the band. Yes, yeah. I think he always kept up with them. Yeah, it's control the storm and nothing left. Yeah, also very, yeah, control the storm. I remember also in a very good way because of his Marcos, yeah, strong and very characteristical, characteristical voice. Yes, that's also when when their style started to develop as as their own. It wasn't, um, it didn't feel like a within temptation spin-off anymore. They were doing their own thing all of a sudden. It was not as symphonic. It was not as um, it was, yeah, a little rockier, a little poppier. Not that operatic. Exactly, it was interesting. On the vocals. Hmm. I would never describe Charlotte's uh, vocals as operatic, 
but I know what you mean. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> yeah, since they come from within temptation, within temptation is sometimes kind of operatic, and so yeah, um, that also makes the sound different. Yes. So, Steffi, what do you think about the album? Mm, I have not a real opinion about it. It's um, it's just there. <laughs> um, yeah, how I already told um, April Rain. <laughs> it's a very strange thing that I can that I am so annoyed just by one line of a song because of the spelling style. Very strange, I know. But um, yeah, it is still in my mind, in my memory. And um, the other ones, yeah, like Nothing Left, Control the Storm, I have that in mind. If I read the track list, I know what it is. But I have no real opinion about that. It's, it's okay, <laughs> I would say. Nothing very special, nothing bad. Yeah, it is the beginning of a band. For me, April Rain is more the debut album as Lucidity, somehow. Maybe because just by that album they started to be a right band and before it was just like a, yeah, like a project and hey, come on, musicians, let's meet in the studio and record some songs. And April Rain is just, um, yeah, the delaying band and not project anymore. Yeah. Yeah, as I was saying, they started to develop their own um their own style, so I totally get what you what you mean. I also think it was um Charlotte was given a little bit more freedom on her vocals and that's where her screaming starts. Did <laughs> 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 you already scream on April Rain? <laughs> screaming not in the not in the screaming as in um singing with distortion kind of way but screaming in the way that uh she let her voice go a lot more than in lucidity it's not real belting belting but it's kind of in that direction it's just like these her style i describe her style as a little screamy <laughs> that's how i feel about um that. it's it's interesting if you see how Delane or where Delane came from from this studio kind of project and then with their second album with the real de debut album it kind of reminds me how every band starts so you get together you you um, you play some songs together you figure out if it works um, and then you see, okay, yeah, we can bring them on stage. And if you can do this, oh, cool, yeah, let's do another album. Um, and let's let's figure out what else we can do with our instruments, with the voice, and what we how we how we fit together. Sure. How our ideas of music are. Um, and normally you don't really uh, you don't really see it because bands are not famous when they are in this situation in this phase but because of this of the big names on lucidity delane was very very famous right from the start even before they released anything yeah well that uh, gave them an advantage for sure yes yeah or maybe a disadvantage if you 
have to find your own style and you lose people on the way who thought, okay, it's a cool band, and then they completely change a lot on the second album. That's true as I well. I don't know, it can be both. Yeah. So, favorite songs? To be honest, I have none because... Um, haters welcome sometimes i um i listen to an album or also to a band i have this as you know with epica but i also have this with amorphis i hear a song and i forget about it right in the next minute and that's what happens when i listen to april rain i i could listen to some songs now and i would probably remember that i once listened to them but my memory is just blank Yeah, wow. so is mine. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, um, hmm, yeah, there are some songs, but I would none of them call a favorite song. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so compared to Lucidity, April Rain is a downgrade. I'm sorry. Yeah, for I, you. I, I feel the same way. Yes. It was it was interesting, uh, an interesting development, but it also didn't hit me like a wow, this album is amazing. I think that April Rain, the title track has been a song that I have listened to throughout the years uh over and over again. And now that I see the track listing Control the Storm is um a very nice song as well. But yeah, Start Swimming is is really nice too um yeah i don't know maybe even stay forever but i don't have a a, a huge favorite and that takes us to the next album that was all another jump of three years and it was also another jump in style we are the others came out in two in 2012 And the cover is also very different. That was the first that they did with... I think they also, um, with this one, this one and with an EP, they said that one of the people you see on the cover is Charlotte and the other one is Martine, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, I don't know if it should be Charlotte on We Are The Others, but the other cover is definitely Martine. I, yeah. I remember that moment when I um, just realized it and I was a little bit confused, but because I'm not sure if it is, if it should be a man who's, or just the gender of the person on the cover. I wasn't sure about it. And then somehow I realized, well, he looks like the keyboarder. Could that be? <laughs> But yeah, definitely it is. What do you yeah. think about We Are The Others, Pia? Mm, I think it has a cool topic. I remember Charlotte said in an interview um, that it is the story behind that people like to have this us versus them. They want to belong to a group. Um, and they say, we are the others, we are better than you, maybe. Um, and she says that this is a very toxic way of thinking, and it, uh, um, in the end it destroys everybody's life. And I think that's a very 
healthy mindset that she has here. I have another no, definitely. And based on and given the fact that um, that she is, we we had an interview with her at Metal Female Voices Fest, and um, I don't know if she is anymore. But by that time, she was vegan. And then she said, oh, but yesterday I had a cheeseburger. And that was very refreshing. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Or uh, strange. I don't know. No, I think it says um, things don't have to be black or white. You can be vegan, but you don't have to, to be 100% with everything. And that also um, showed me that she does not go out and say, oh, the vegan lifestyle is the only real thing. And that's also the message behind We Are The Others, that um, nobody should claim his own lifestyle as the real thing for, everyone, for course, everybody else. That is true. I have another story, yeah, though, true. to We Are The Others. And before I start telling that, I finally found out We Are The Others, the We Are The Others cover art was made by Glenn Arthur, who also made... Uh, several cover arts for Delane after that. Uh, those illustrations uh, have a very, very unique style, so you can recognize that uh, throughout the different cover arts um, he made for Delane. And um, another thing about the cover art, too, is the hummingbird, the little hummingbird with the, with the microphone beak, is uh, also recurrent, a recurrent mm. theme On, on the cover arts that they have uh, worked on together or or became also <clears throat> I'm sorry or became also one of the the symbols that stood for Delane also on their drum skins and backdrops when they went live um, we are the others as far as I remember and as far as I know is actually the story of uh, Sophie Lancaster. Sophie Lancaster uh, was a goth girl from England who was killed for looking goth. And that was a very tragic story because <clears throat> she was out and about, you know, just being a person uh, with her boyfriend and uh, they got attacked by a group of teenagers. They were all teenagers. And um, and they were just very very brutally beaten up, beaten up, and and she was kind of protecting her boyfriend so that she got beaten up the worst, and then she died from those injuries, and that was super tragic. Her mom founded. Um, or started a foundation after her death, the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, which does a lot of uh, informative uh, work uh, and, um, you know, teaches people to, to be tolerant and to respect everybody else's choices in, you know, wardrobe, lifestyle, etc. So, um, yeah, we are the others tells that story, um, the song, tells that story a little bit, or um, or I think Charlotte dedicated it to, to, to Sophie or tried to tell her story in that song. And so We Are The Others is kind of a, um, a shout of strength for the community. Uh, like, yeah, 
we are the others, you know, the 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 ones who are looked down on and the ones who are weird, the ones who are different. We are the others and um there's so many of us <laughs> and we're not that different from everybody else. So yeah, and that exactly. and also that it's pretty okay to be other. I just remember the line and I I love that lyric line. I think it's like um, norm is not the norm; it's just a uniform, and that's for me just a, yeah, that nailed it. Yes. Thank you, Charlotte, for writing that lyrics. I love them. Yeah. So, um, musically, what do you girls think about "We Are the Others"? I think Delane found themselves then. For me, it's a start when I um, I like Delane. It's also an album I listening nowadays still to it like uh, Milk and Honey. I like a lot the song, but yeah, that's later. If we um, tell our favorite, but that is um, has some more mm -hmm. has more character. I would say it's like uh, if they looking searching the style on April Rain. I would say they found it on yes. We Are The Others. The songs are rounder and, yeah, fitting. I yeah. Like What about you, Bia? I think the album has a cool drive. So um, the songs fit together. The sound fits. Um, and there are also um, songs that are really catchy. For example, We Are The Others is totally catchy. Um, also, Are You Done With Me? The melody um, instantly pops up in my mind. So, um, yeah, they did a good job there. And I am with Sheffy. I think that's when they found their sound and they they went from there into one direction after that and developed that sound from yes, album to album. totally. I also agree with you on that. Yep. For me, it's the other way around, though, with this album. Um, and that's exactly what, what you said, Pia, before. Nothing oh. sticks out. Uh, apart from the title track, We Are The Others, is obviously a very memorable um, song, also because of the story that uh, I just told. And that's the only melody. That one and uh, Get the Devil Out of Me are the only songs that instantly pop in my head. I was just reviewing the the track listing and Mother Machine, I recognize the name, but I wouldn't know how it sounds. And um, I hate Milk and Honey with my heart. That's, and that's exactly uh, what I was saying before. Uh, on this album, yeah, they found their sound and Charlotte found her screaming style way more. <laughs> that was when she, <laughs> when she, yeah, when she gave it all. And, um, Yeah, so for me, We Are The Others is special because of the whole story. Uh, Get the Devil Out of Me would be my, my favorite on this album. What are yours? I think Steffi already said Milk and Honey. Um, I think Electricity is really cool, but Are You Done With Me? It's just such a cool song. Yeah. And I'm now that you said that um, the album might be the story of a girl, I'm not sure anymore, but I thought it's a song about the end of a relationship. Yeah, definitely. I also thought something really? like that. Huh. 
for me it's very clear yeah also babylon there are lots of i would say if i just remember the lyrics of that album it is almost every song is very somehow depressing depressive because it's like um oh i, I may, maybe um yeah a broken relationship like to two people just left in hate or just very very bad feelings and yeah most of the songs are or maybe all mm -hmm. i would say all of the lyrics are very negative i don't know about negative but definitely a little dark <laughs> Yeah, but like also, um, I want you just, <laughs> that's just a psycho, <laughs> you know, like a stalker. It tells the story of a stalker who, um, wants someone, man, girl, whatever. And, um, okay, I, I cannot have you, so I will kill you. That's the story of I want you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's weird. <laughs> yes. Also, where's the blood? I think it deals with, um, You hurt me so much, but in a, um, not in a um, physical way, but just in my heart, in my mind. And so the other one asks, so yeah, okay, and, and where's, where's the blood? I do not see anything blood, so I don't think I, I hurt you. But of course you can hurt someone without blood, you can see. For me it's... <laughs> I think they're all very yeah dark and sad wow that escalated quickly <laughs> <laughs> we got very we got very philosophy um yeah, yeah we started sorry. philosophizing <laughs> <laughs> no it's all good um yeah i i never paid too much too much attention to To the lyrics or the album in general um we are the others that's the only one that really really hit me from the story and the and the lyrics i also remember the video very well um that was amazing with the paper dress that she also wore on metal female voices fest fest that was really really cool um yeah let's go to the next release the human contradiction 2014 Uh, yes and no, because that's where uh, that's where Delane's I don't know strategy starts. <laughs> yeah, oh, strategy oh, yeah. started. I and I have it. been and I have been very critical about this in the past, and I am still very critical about this because um, 2000 in 2013, a year after We Are the Others. Uh, they released the first EP, and after that, it's been always album, EP, album, EP, album, EP, album. And I mean, business-wise, it's a very good strategy to have something uh, out there, to release something so often. But for me as a listener, it's so super boring to know that they are going to release four or five new songs and then a whole live fill the rest of the track listing with uh, live performances. And it's like, yeah, we know them already. They repeat themselves as well. How many live versions of a song can you own? Yeah, exactly. That's also what I think. And I really, I'm just a little bit annoyed about that as much as I like Delay. Maybe it's not my favorite, but I like them. But yeah, that is just, yeah, 
how you already said it just again and again and again and nothing new happened. I like their um, live performances, All, um, especially in the last year when Charlotte yeah, developed in a such very positive way and she's now yeah, an animal on stage, so full of energy. But yeah, it's a live song cannot catch that atmosphere on a concert. Also, yeah, maybe they also realize themselves, hey, we can do very good live music. We have very good gigs. So let's record it and let's release it. Yes, but no, maybe as a DVD, I would accept. So you have, you can relive the atmosphere, the feeling of the concert. But just as a song, it's just, yeah. You can do it once, maybe you can do it twice, but please, not more. Yeah, <laughs> Someone it gets just a little <laughs> bit more boring. Yes. Um, on the other hand, we might have spoken too quickly because Interlude has two original songs that aren't anywhere else on their repertoire. After that, it's three covers, a ballad version of We Are The Others, and one, two, three, four, five, six live tracks. So, yeah. Breathe On Me and Colors and Suits are only on Interlude. And I also don't remember. I really, with Interlude, I stopped paying attention to the lane. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, do you have an opinion on the EP? I'm <laughs> I don't really like EPs as well um, because of what you just said so I basically ignore them <laughs> that's hard <laughs> yeah but that's if you want to do an EP okay do it but don't um, don't think that I will listen to everything and follow you just to find out that you release another one song EP <laughs> that is annoying for me and that's also as you said it's boring yeah. so if you want people to um, to keep listening then you should also release a couple of more new songs and not always this remix I don't know edited version plus five live songs <laughs> that's not what I want to listen to <laughs> Yeah. Yes, so let's just skip that and go to the next album that was also a year later. So in 2013, there was Where Are the Others? I mean, in 2012, in 2013, uh, Interlude BP, and in 2014, already a full-length album this time, The Human Contradiction. It's only nine songs long, though, and um, has Charlotte's face on the cover with some pretty cool makeup and weird effects, graphics, I don't know. <laughs> that was an album that made Delane even more a band because the whole band now is invited in the songwriting. And I think um, the topic of the songs didn't really change from the We Are The Others album, uh, but the music became more, more bombastic and mm -hmm. I think they worked more with an orchestra. Yeah. So I remember that the whole album reminded me a lot of Nightwish. Okay. Well, yeah. 
by the time when they um, released albums with Annette Olson because she also had this more poppy voice, so brought the pop music into the songs, but they had this really heavy orchestra. Yes. Um, well, also according to Wikipedia, the songwriting or the or the themes on the album, the topics are... Yes, continuing, uh, as you said, Pierre, the We Are The Others topic, the, 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 yeah, this concept of otherness. And the album's title was inspired by a science fiction trilogy, Lilith, Lilith's Brood. So I also don't remember um, many of the songs. I recognize some names, like Here Come the Vultures, um, the only song I really remember from uh, this album is Stardust, also because of the that's a of cool the song. Yeah, it's a cool song, but it's um, it's a bit outstanding from the rest because it has some electronic um, parts or influences in it, um, and I think it's also the most poppy song on this album. Yeah, so it was cool that they made this one. Um, a single to give it more strength, so to speak. And it's, of course, the most catchy song on the whole album. Yes. But there are, there are even more cool songs. Um, I think in the tragedy of the Commons, there is Alyssa White Glues singing and also growling. So um, they, again, worked with guest musicians. But Sing to Me is a killer song, and there they, again, work together with Mako Hietala. Once yeah. again, very successful. <laughs> and I think Tammy Mechanist is together with, um, damn, the name doesn't appear in my head. <laughs> da 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 project. Devin Townsend. I think that's with Devin Townsend, but I should look it up. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, nope, it's George Osthook from Mayan. Okay, yeah, but he does a really cool job on Tammy Mechanist. Yeah. Um, so I've got yes. in mind that that song is about um, yeah, animal rights. Is it, is it right? Do you also know something like that? <laughs> Which one? Uh, I don't. <laughs> Tiny mechanicist. In my mind, there's just something with it's about animal rights. And yeah, how, how you already told, um, Charlotte is also yeah, vegan or maybe vegetarian. And yeah, so she also wrote um, a song about that, about the moral, moral part of uh, being vegan. I just cool. don't. I've never it. heard that before. <laughs> maybe I just, <laughs> maybe, maybe I just, just idea of me imagined it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> This is a <laughs> this is a good time to remind everybody that uh, you can get in touch with us through social media. So if you know that Tell Me Mechanist from Delane is actually about uh, animal rights, or if you know that it's not true, <laughs> you can tweet at us at Metal High Heels. No, at Metal and High Heels, right? No, at Metal High Heels. <laughs> tweet at metal high heels tweet and, at metal um, high heels instagram to metal and high heels <laughs> exactly <laughs> or just send us a voice message on our facebook page 
And uh, yeah, tell us if this story is true. And while you're there, don't forget to follow us as well. <laughs> so another fun fact that I just found out about this album is that Georg Neuhauser from Serenity did backing vocals on the oh, tragedy of did? the commons. Huh? What? Really? Yeah, apparently so. Um, well, that's what Wikipedia says, so my sources aren't. <laughs> uh, um, but I don't know. I, I don't own the physical, the physical album, so I can't check that. But cool, huh? Um, interesting. <laughs> yeah, the whole album is really cool. I also like the song Army of Dolls, Lullaby. I think all of the songs on this one are really cool. And um, I don't know why I, I kind of stopped listening to Delane after this album. I gave Moonbathers one or another listen, but I don't know, The Human Contra Contradiction for me was the best Delane album after Lucidity. Wow. So the best real Delane album, so to speak. Okay. I think I prefer um, the one before. But yeah, so I love uh, Tragedy of the Commons. I, I just love that song. It's very it's a very simple song, I would say. Mus um, yeah, so as a musical way, in the musical, mu musical way, uh, whatever. <laughs> But uh, Musical way? Yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, it's just um, the... I love once again the lyrics. Maybe someone I should buy the book of Shirt Vessels because I just like her don't know, opinion? Just um, her thoughts. She wrote always the um, the lyrics and I like them very much. Yeah. Cool. Pia also wrote a review of this album which we will link in the show notes. And yes, so favorites? We are the commons. Uh, tragedy of the commons. Oh God, <laughs> my mind, my brain sucks. Yeah, the tragedy of the commons is my favorite. So, point. <laughs> Sing to me. What is yours? Mine would be, as I just said, Stardust is Stardust is just the most memorable. But I think that I like Here Come the Vultures. I haven't listened to that in a long time. Yes. Okay. And after that. What I also remember is, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just one point once again. And the lyrics, <laughs> sorry, Army of Dolls is also very um, yeah, interesting, very critical about beauty industry and yeah also the um rule models i can you can say maybe like yeah here in germany there's uh, that disgusting uh, tv show like germany's next top models and that army of dolls is just <laughs> perfect for that steffi is warming up her delane face <laughs> comes now <laughs> <laughs> yes a little bit Yeah. That's cool because I can't really say a lot about Moonbathers. That's the next album that came out in 2016. But 
we had an episode where we talked about love songs, I think, or about topics, uh, lyric topics. And um, I said that Sucker Punch is my favorite metal love song. Yes. And that's on this album. It's, um, it's once again with Alyssa for some growths. That was a very funny point when, when listening first, yeah, because of writing and review about that album I listened to it very yeah focused and before listening to the album I watched an interview with Charlie where she told that she wants to learn growling yeah to be also more variant with vocals and to use it for later albums and Hands of Gold starts with some growling parts and my first thought was of course and hey yeah she did it she made it she learned to do it and yeah just um use them now but yeah later i realized okay it's it's Alyssa again but still a good song and um it's yeah for me that's uh, delaying what it is now also with um the last release is not that long time ago uh hunter's moon And um, yeah, that's um, I would say the the same style. They doesn't develop much more since that album. It's a very um, yeah catchy and has that very um, strong forward epic sound and not that dreamy uh, with um, this uh, the sound when they yeah. started with lucidity that dreamy operatic maybe sound turned to a yeah very strong strong one and more rocky and catchy party <laughs> whatever sound and that's that's it for me especially like fire with fire is very um yeah you can also have some party for that good luck yeah song. what do you think about moonbathers ugh <laughs> no idea. As I said, I, I I stopped listening to Delane after the Human Contradiction. I listened to Moonbathers, and I think it's it's a good album. I think it's just that my taste in music changed. So if I would discover a band like Delane nowadays, I probably would not like them because. It's like, okay, I used to listen to this kind of music. I know bands who who can do it, who are good in this um, this genre. So I don't need a new one. And Moonbathers is a cool album. I liked listening to it, but it I don't have a real connection to this one, an emotional connection like I have to the former albums that we talked about now. So... As I said, Sucker Punch is a really mm -hmm. cool love song. I think Danse Macabre is also a very cool song, but I can't really but say much it. about the other songs. Yeah, I am totally uh, on the same page as Yupia. Um, Moonbathers was just flew by me. I never really paid much attention to it because Delane was in that consolidated style where I didn't really really like their music anymore um I'd like to see them live um 
not too much, <laughs> not too often. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I enjoy the band still, but um, <laughs> this album is like meh. So favorites, uh, for me, it would be none of them. <laughs> Sucker punch. Uh, while looking on the track list, I'm not so sure. There's some, I like mostly all songs. But there's nothing very outstanding, yep. I have to say. I think if I with fire, I like. It's just very good to, to sing along and to, I don't know, if you have too much energy, you can just put out with that song. Um, but favorite heart. Also would none you of them. Give it all, would you give it all to me? <laughs> okay, yeah, that's clear. Suck yeah. a punch the demons from my dreams. <laughs> all right. Okay. Come yeah, on, give it a like, Steffi. It's a great song. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's it's good. But it's nothing so special. It's it's cute and I, I also like it and I like to sing along with it when I'm alone <laughs> in the flat. But um hmm. Pia left the channel. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no. So um Don't leave us. Yeah. That <laughs> takes us to the next their next release because that was the last full length album that uh Delane released. Moonbathers. Um, after that, though, they released a live DVD, A Decade of the Lane, live at Paradiso in, 2000, in 2017. Um, I haven't seen it. I haven't watched it. Um, have you, have any of you watched it? It's 23 tracks. Nope. Uh, uh, live at Paradiso. It's it's 23 tracks no, long and it has didn't. several uh, guest appearances. So Alisa was there, Burton Seabell was there, um, Marco Yetala, Liv Christine, George Oshook. So um, for Delane fans, that was probably cool. Yeah. But that sounds cool. So I... Check it out. I think I'm yeah. gonna watch it. Yes, uh, for Delane fans, that must have been huge, yeah. so... Really cool. And that's already two years ago. So they have been... What's up with them? I mean, they released uh, stuff every year up until up until that. I mean, they were very busy during the world, I guess. And that takes us to their latest release, which is another EP called Hunter's Moon that came out just a couple of months ago in February. And um, I must say, I never, uh, I didn't used to pay attention to uh, Delaney piece, but being, but after three years of nothing new, I was also um, curious about what they were doing now. And um, I like it. I mean, I like one song, but still one song of four. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite all right because <laughs> right 
right? Twenty five percent. That's good. I also listen to the other songs, and they're good, <laughs> but they're not as outstanding as freaking Masters of Destiny. That is a masterpiece, and I must say because. Um, As I was saying, I have always described Charlotte's style of singing as screaming and screaming and sighing and that, ah, that wrecked with my nerves, that messed with my nerves. I, I, I really didn't like it at all at some point. But <laughs> on Masters of Destiny, she has turned those awful screams and sighs into beauty. I don't know. I don't know. I really, really love that song. I've been listening to that uh, very often since it came out. And um, yeah, I was really impressed uh, with how much I like that song. Uh, it's very bombastic. It's, it has uh, Charlotte also like whispering uh, and, and then doing these, these huge bombastic screams. Then I watched a, a live video of that on YouTube and it was like, oh, honey. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, she's not as good live, uh, but Masters of Destiny, <laughs> the studio recording is really, really great. Uh, but that's enough of me talking about that. <laughs> What do you girls think? Mm, for me, it's at nothing all. because I didn't listen to it at all, to be honest. I remember that I wanted to um to watch the video for masters of destiny i even downloaded it on youtube premium but i never watched it oh do it it's a very beautiful one looks great okay i will do it right after we finish recording great. <laughs> your homework <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah i have to say also i'm i'm with you kiki i love masters of destiny Uh, although I thought <laughs> my first thought was about you when she started that very high notes, screaming, vocals, whatever, and thought like, oh, Kiki will hate it once again. <laughs> she will hate it. <laughs> Because that was just my impression that, um, yeah, she screams, but in a good way, also for my ears. But I, I was very um, surprised, as you said, that's not screaming for you. That's something I mean, it is, better. but it's nice screaming. Whatever. It sounds good. Yeah, okay. Funny. <laughs> okay. But the other songs is like, um, I also wrote an album about that IP. And it was like, I somehow I couldn't catch the other songs the other three songs it's just like yeah mm -hmm, i'm listening to it mm -hmm, yeah 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 it's okay but i don't know maybe because it's not so catchy anymore i have no idea but it just i i couldn't get used to it somehow so i cannot say i don't like them but i also did not i do like them i have just almost no opinion you're indifferent to them okay Yes, that's the word. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yes, but as you said on your uh, review of Hunter's Moon, which we will also link in the show notes, um, we are waiting for new material. We hope that they release something new soon. And if it's as good as Masters of Destiny, I might jump back on the Delane wagon and um, 
uh, <laughs> and be a Delane fan again. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. This is also a little bit of a longer EP. No. Uh, yes, yes, because live stuff. Yeah, but in the in the track count in general, it's 14 tracks. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And that's more than the other EPs had. Um, but yeah, only four new songs. That was like, ugh. <laughs> Um, that's a live album plus four new songs <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly another live album with a few bonus new songs anyway nice. we forgot to talk about Mer uh, Meryl Meryl um, because we don't see that many female guitarists or female uh, instrumentalists um, in our in our scene so her step in, or Uh, Meryl Bechtold uh, going, um, joining Delane in 2015 was a really cool thing. And she's so young and so talented. And she's also a very cool person. Uh, we had an interview with her for the podcast a few, uh, 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 several, several episodes ago. We will also link those on the show notes. Um, I think that's worth mentioning. The only... Uh, The only members that have been in Delane since 2005 are uh, Matain and Charlotte. And, well, the rest of the instruments have been, uh, have changed, have changed musicians a lot. But, um, yeah, but Meryl was just, was just a great, great choice in a guitarist. Anything I have a problem with the word talented because I think talented makes gives you the impression that somebody just can play guitar like this. I prefer the word skilled because I, sh I think she put a lot of effort into being able to play the guitar like this nowadays. Totally, that's a good, a good point, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Uh, that's it from my end about Delane. What about you? Do you have anything else to say? Mm, mm, yeah, I think they're a really cool live band. Um, as I said, I saw them live for the first time in 2007 or, yeah, it, it must be 2007 or shortly after that when they played at the Meraluna Festival. Mm -hmm. um, and if you compare a live show by them now to that show, they came so far. That's so impressive, that's especially um, that especially true. Charlotte. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention again that, I, that, that you can really, that it's a good um, example... Yeah, it's a good example that you can evolve as a person if you just work on it. Yeah, definitely. It was a very, very interesting evolution of her personality. And I uh, also like her as um, yes, an artist, not just as a singer, but as an artist. Also um, follow her Instagram account because she posts like, um, like art stuff, pictures, drawings. And in a very yeah creative and um, tasteful way. She has a very good taste. Or maybe just the same taste as mine is. I don't know. 
the um, very interesting character, I would say. Very lovely person. Yes. Yeah. She's the heart of the band. And if they would have started with another singer, maybe they would have stopped after the Lucidity album. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, it's also, um, as you have just said, um, Charlotte is, I think, our age more or less. And uh, the evolution as a person and as a musician and performer has been very, very impressive. Um, the evolution as a... Um, her physical evolution as well. <laughs> After becoming vegan and, and, and keeping really, really fit. Um, yeah, that's also very impressive. That takes a lot of discipline. And fitness junkie, I think. And I also nowadays. and I also think it's worth mentioning that she um she has a degree in gender studies. So she's a feminist with a title, with a university title. <laughs> she's a certified yeah. feminist. Yes. <laughs> and that concludes our delay episode. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. <laughs> yes uh, so if you liked our Delane episode uh, you can check out our other band special episodes tell us which band do you want us to do a special on next and uh, because we've already gone through our <laughs> favorite bands and um, yes subscribe of course to the Metal and High Heels podcast wherever you're listening to it Yeah, that's it. Also, uh, thanks a lot to Cassandra Novell and her band Mercy Isle for our awesome jingle that is based on the song Storm. Yes. On the album Undying Fire. I always mix this somehow, but I think that was correct. Yeah, that was right. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Check out our social media accounts and follow us if you like. And check out our next podcast if you like that one it will be our anniversary yes and we're going to do a facebook live stream so stay tuned for that um yeah like our <laughs> like our facebook page so that you don't miss out on that uh talking about facebook pages um i did a live uh stream with Lindsay schoolcraft last week so that's still up it was a very lovely conversation that I had with her. So uh, go check that out. And, um, oh yeah. She's good friend with Charlotte. Yes. Lindsay. Yes. And we are recording on um, May 24th. This isn't coming out for a few weeks, so last week might not be <laughs> as accurate uh, anymore. But yeah, go check that out. And don't forget to check out the show notes for all of the, all the things we've mentioned. Pia does a great... Um, playlist of the episodes of the songs we talk on the podcast so uh, that you can find also with the show notes at metal-n-highheels.com slash podcast 49 yay perfect and, and hear you next words. time exactly bye bye bye, bye.